morning. It's a beautiful sunny in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with David Pike, the owner of the Screening Room. We're going to talk about the importance of this community-focused theater and uh, get a little insight into some coming attractions. Today is September 19th. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM. Streaming on downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or your Android by uh, getting our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. And if you want to get us here on the show or at contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org, you can uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Our podcast is available just about anywhere podcasts can be found, including our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org. Well, today's show is about the theater, and we're going to start with the reopening of a theater in the urban district here, and it is the uh, Scoundrel and Scamp Theater, which is located at the historic Y, just off of 4th Avenue. Uh, I think the address is actually on 5th Avenue, but it's right there on uh, 4th and University, and uh, it's in the historic Y. The Scoundrel and Scamp Theater, it's um, traditional theater facing the stage. It's in the same building as the Rogue Theater. The Scoundrel and Scamp just opened up their first play of their 21-22 season this week. And it is a sci-fi, a dark sci-fi comedy called Babel. It's written by Jacqueline Goldfinger. And uh, it tells the story of a couple having trouble getting pregnant and the lengths they go to in order to have a baby. And it raises the specter of eugenics explores the societal value of a baby and asks us what we're willing to risk for security and love. That's at Scoundrel and Scamp. Nice to see them back open. You can head over to their website for more information, ticket details, and their COVID protocols and safety measures. Well, the theater is back, and there is a downtown theater that really hasn't gone away. It's the screening room. It is on Congress. It has a long history with the Arizona International Film Festival. We've had uh, members and we've had some uh, artists and a director who had a film at the Arizona International Film Festival and talked about the importance of these events and having a theater like the Screening Room. So we reached out to David Pike a couple of weeks ago and uh, had a phone conversation with him about his role in the theater and uh, how he became the owner and also wanted to talk about his underground film festival, which has just launched. So when we did the interview, it hadn't quite kicked off yet, but um, it did now. So uh, we'll talk to David about the uh, the festival, and then you can head over to the website for more details. David Pike, Harry, the owner of the screening room here in downtown Tucson. And uh, David, welcome to uh, to our show. Thanks for taking some time. Oh, yeah. thanks uh, Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about you. How, how does someone end up becoming the owner of a, of a theater in a downtown area? 
Well, I mean, um, I honestly, I mean, basically I have worked here at the theater since like 2008, um, doing my film festival. I started doing the years an underground film festival there. Um, and then I got to know Julio, who is the, he's actually the, uh, the, he's the landlord of the building. And so basically he, um, uh, he brought me into program for the theater between 2010 to 2013. I was head programmer here. I was programming all the films that come through. I was bringing many movies in. I was doing certain things. Um, so I got to know this theater pretty much inside and out. Um, and then somebody came in and took it over for a little while. And then when the opportunity came again to, um, basically to come back to the theater, um, and to actually run my business inside of it to, you know, open it up back to the public, you know, it was shut down for a little while. I, I jumped on that opportunity very, very quickly. Um, and yeah, and now I'm here several years later. So, so yeah. Well, and, and Julio, we should probably talk about him and his impact. Cause he's been like, he's been involved with like the Arizona national film festival and so many things yes. here in Tucson. Would you mm -hmm. mind kind of just talking about the history of the screening room and, and how that's, how that's impacted our community? Yeah, 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 definitely. So Julia opened a screen room up in uh, 1989. So yeah, November 1989 was, uh, he showed a short that I still have here. We played it uh, for the 30th anniversary of the screening room um, in November 2019. So yeah, he's, uh, he's been doing the screening room for a very, very long time. It's, just, it's, uh, he opened it up. He, yeah, he ran it. Um, and then, yeah, he's, he's, he's looking to pass the baton more or less. So yeah, so um, and now I'm in here and I'm I'm, I'm running it. So yeah, so. Well, it's a uh, quite the quite the legacy in downtown. I think uh, if you, I think everybody kind of knows right where you are. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, and with this festival, the Arizona National Film Festival, it's the longest running um, film festival in Arizona. Um, so yeah, his festival is the longest running film festival in Arizona. So yeah, that's a that's quite the feat. That's quite the thing, and they're celebrating uh, their 30th anniversary next year. Wow. So yeah. yeah, 30 years of, uh, of Arizona national film festival. So yeah. So and we did so interview one of the uh, directors. I can't remember his name, but I'll look it up. He was from Dublin and he had been coming to Tucson for years. And, uh, this was one of his favorite film festivals. And I've, oh, yeah. I've, I've gotten that from others. I don't, I don't think people fully realize how, how broad and diverse the international film festival is and that, I mean, that typically runs for what, like a week. Yeah, for the, I think about a week and a half, maybe yeah. Yeah, almost pretty much almost two weeks it runs. So yeah, and it's just that festival has like so much energy, and I think that's what people really kind of like filmmakers that come to town they they grasp onto that that there's so much energy and excitement, and they offer a lot to the filmmakers as far as like you know when they they come out and they travel. There's not just like oh we're playing a movie here you go whatever see you later bye. They they immerse themselves more with the filmmakers and they make the filmmakers really, really just, you know, comfortable here and want to come back, you know? So, so I think it's a great film festival. So, yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the physical structure of, of the building. Cause it's got undergone, I think some renovations and I know you're, you're uh, very proud of your neon sign that was, that was done. Um, oh yeah. 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 Uh, but tell us a little about the theater. It's not, you're not, um, you're stepping into a, a, a community theater. It's a little bit different than when you go to some of these, uh, uh, chain places. It's not, it's much more intimate at, at uh, the screening room. It is, it is. I mean, um, the screening room doesn't just offer movies. It offers uh, much, much more from uh, comedy to even sketch comedy where sketch comedy people uh, utilize their screen to play their shorts during a lot of certain things. 
Um, it does performances. People will just do a performance here sometimes. Um, it's just, you know, it, it, it really kind of brings the community together as far as like what this theater can do. It's not just a movie theater. It's a lot more. And, um, and so, yeah, so film festivals come through here and tons and tons of different things always come through. People read it for private screenings and have fun and do birthday parties and marriage proposals. I even had a wedding here, uh, before like COVID kicked in. Um, and so, yeah, people use the, the theater for many, many, many things. And so, yeah, I, I love it. I and, love it. And you have, so. a, you have a stage, which is, is somewhat unique to, uh, to the, to the movie theater experience. I've, yes. I've seen music, uh, events there. People have uh, played yeah. music with really cool, uh, uh, graphics going on behind them on the screen. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We have a couple of events upcoming with that as well. Uh, somebody's having a band play for their little mixer here, uh, in a few weeks. So yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot, yeah, this stage uh, is something that, you know, people really kind of, you know, they like to be on and the Q6 in here are great. They, you can get on the stage and you can just, you don't even need a microphone half the time. You could just literally kind of just raise your voice up a little bit and while everybody can hear you. So, yeah, so it's, it's got great acoustics and bands have performed here without even having like microphones and speakers plugged in, you know? So, yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, definitely. What about local artists? I, I've seen two films there. Um, one recently, I believe it's called the last kiss. Uh -huh. And, uh, yeah. and then I saw one, um, uh, that uh, Frank Powers and Joel Foster had created. Um, it was a Christmas movie, uh, but they 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 chose your theater to do their screening, uh, their initial screening. Yeah. Is that? Do you see a lot of our? Tell me first of all, what, what is our local um, movie scene like? Do we have good movie directors, good movie creators here, and, and are they using your space to get their their word out? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we have tons, we have great, like a lot of gr really great directors are here. Um, and they're always shooting. They're always making new shorts, making new features. They're going out and, um, a lot of them premiere here. And so, yeah, they premiere their films here. Um, and we have real Tucson that happens the second Friday of every month where we play shorts people come in with their short films and we'll put them on the screen. They can't be longer than, I think we kind of cut it off at 10 minutes. And so basically we will play a short for you. You can get on the stage and talk about it as well. Um, certain things like that. Then we also have certain people who will book a local shorts night. We had that, uh, I think the end of July, uh, somebody came in and booked about six local short films to play back to back, uh, with filmmakers present. So it's, yeah, I mean, this is a good, um, a good space for filmmakers to see their, uh, films on the big screen to kind of see the audience reactions as far as like how, you know, their, their movies are doing to an audience and how, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird, but I never really thought about that. Of course you, you can see how it looks on your, on your computer, but how yeah. it transposes to the big screen is a little bit challenging. And with a theater like yours, how many, how many do you seat in there? Uh, 94 seats. 94 so, seats. So, so you, can, you can have an intimate showing and, and get a mm -hmm. good, a good sense of, of what that audience reaction would be. That's, that's, that's really cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a definitely a good place. A lot of, a lot of times people, yeah, will come in and they'll, they'll make a third change of their short films and we'll come in and play it for the real Tucson crowd. And, you know, we'll, 
you know, kind of see the, the reaction from that, you know? And so it's a, it's kind of a good place to kind of hone your skills a little bit. So, so yeah. Well, of course you got that fabulous popcorn, but you also, uh, you serve beer at your theater, correct? Yes, we do. Yeah. Oh yeah. We are all on drafts. Our draft is entirely made of local breweries. Um, we're adding a couple more taps to get six total and it'll all be from different breweries throughout Tucson. Um, and so, yeah, we like to, you know, help them out as much as possible. And uh, as well, we have beer, wine, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. So. Really cool. And I, I definitely want to talk about, because um, we are airing this here in, in, uh, on uh, September 19th, so we're in the midst of your, your film festival, which I want to talk about. Um, but on the, the building itself, you, you talked about people renting it out. So if you've got an event, you've got something that uh, you want to showcase, so you need a, a, a space. I know from the Downtown Tucson Partnership, we held uh, some presentations. They're not movies, but presentations. You can rent that space out and and uh, you help them with their audiovisual needs too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, we're set up. Uh, we're very tech savvy here. Um, we're set up in many different ways here. We can pretty much almost do anything. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's really nothing we have been stumped on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so there's been basically yeah, we we can do presentations. We could do many different many different things. There was. Um, what was it called? The real, like it was called morning. Something was happening here every so often where they have a guest speaker. Like creative mornings? Yeah, that was happening here several times. They had guest speakers and they utilized our screen. Um, so yeah, so basically, and that was a presentation. So yeah, so so yeah, we're we're totally yeah, set up for lots and lots of different things here. So yeah. yeah if, you, if you want to feel like a big shot, you know, put your, your little uh, home movies uh, out there, get your, your family and friends to come downtown for an evening and uh, you premiere your... Uh, your creations down there. It's a, it's a really, it's a fun, intimate experience. I've, I've certainly enjoyed many uh, different iterations of, 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 uh, of that theater and, and how, how it's been versatile and, and used. We are talking with David Pike. He's the owner of The Screening Room. We've kind of heard a little bit about the history of the theater, uh, how David became involved in the owner, and a little about the importance of the theater in our community. After the break, we're going to learn about the Underground Film Festival, which uh, has kicked off and underway right now. First of all, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath. NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. And we are back to finish up our interview with David Pike of the Screening Room and understand a little bit more about the uh, Underground Film Festival. As a reminder, when we did this recording, it was uh, prior to the announcement of uh, the actual lineup, and we'll talk about that lineup after this interview. But right now, your, your baby, the Arizona Underground Film Festival, tell me about this, the history, how long it's been going on, what's, uh, what do people expect when they come come see you yeah it's 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 a little different than other film festivals um as far as like it's it started in i've always been a big fan of of uh movies that are just different you know um it's just movies that are either break the mold go outside the box have you ever seen weekend uh which is a french film um it's like it's, it's it's kind of movies like that that are just a little little it can be a little out there there's i mean 
it's it goes a little bit more on the experimental film route a little bit not entirely though there's there's some excellent excellent short films this year that are playing and i kind of sprinkle them throughout the the kind of shorts um and are they, short are, blocks. They, are they all shorts or are they full-length features? No, no, there's there's features, there's shorts. Uh, it's a 10-day schedule of movies. So it's Arizona Underground's a pretty pretty big thing. Uh, 60 shorts in general, uh, or not 60 shorts, 60 films in all. Um, we have th- four shorts blocks and several features hey, throughout every pretty much every day for 10 days. And, and for novices like myself, what's what defines a short? Obviously, it's a shorter version, but what's what's the genre? What is it defined by? Uh, so yeah, a short basically is, you know, it could be really with years on underground film festival, it could be really any sort of genre. Uh, we do animation. We have like tons of different things in there, but a short is usually under 45 minutes is considered a short. Um, so yeah. So if somebody submitted a half hour short or 20 minute or even 40 minute, those are all considered short films. Um, we don't put them as far as like a feature features are, are usually 45 minutes and up. Usually for the most part, it's usually 60 minutes and up for a feature. Um, there's always that kind of weird space between 45 minutes and an hour that you sometimes don't know how to program a really good movie. You're like, I don't know how to program this one, but we always find room if it's, if it's just, if it needs to be seen, if it's just something so great. Um, but yeah, it's um, going back a little bit. There's an underground film festival actually started in 2008. Um, it's going to be celebrating its 15th year uh, next year. So right now we're in the 14th year. Uh, it's spread out to, a few different areas. We, we spread out the Phoenix a little bit here and there and we've, you know, always remained in Tucson, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of grown as one of the bigger underground film festivals in the world. So yeah, as uh, which, you know, there is a lot of underground film festivals out there. There's, you know, from Boston to Chicago to like, you know, everywhere's got, you know, but yeah, we're, yeah, we're a little bit bigger as far as like how many films we play. So, so the Arizona Underground Film Festival—that is not just films from Arizona artists. That's you're you're talking about a larger community of, of submissions. Yeah, this is this is films from all over the world. Yeah, we have movies from Japan. We got movies from uh, United Kingdom, uh, Australia. We got a few Australian movies in there. So yeah, this is movies from all over the world. Um, I, I, as why we use the Arizona is because this is where it takes place. Is it takes place in Arizona? Gotcha. So we um, so basically we. That's why we kind of expand a little bit to Phoenix here and there. Um, we might do some showings in uh, Bisbee sometime soon. And so, yeah, we, we we're Arizona based. Um, but yeah, but we play movies from everywhere. Okay. So, so, so the, the film festival itself, although you're hosting it at the screening room, it might be playing in other, other places across the state. It, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in talks to kind of just cool. basically have a screening or two here and there, just kind of expand the name a bit and see what happens. See if people, you know, want to check it out. Want to support? So, so yeah, so see like, some great independent movies. So, so like a filmmaker, then they 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 submit their work, right? It's not just um, like there's a selection process for how yes how a film goes through, and you have a like a committee that that uh, mm-hmm. evaluates that. And so these artists will submit across the world to different film festivals and uh, hope to get accepted. And then they a, a lot of them come to the to, to see it uh, played, don't they? Yeah, a lot of them do come out to the film fest every year. Yeah, and we we are very very happy when they do. So yeah, because we get to meet them, we get to talk to them. And, you know, there's Q and A's with them. There's a lot of different things going on with them. It's it's just it's it's great when they come out. So yeah, so we're hoping this year um, that we do get a few out. Uh, we do understand, you know, COVID and et cetera, et cetera. There's a few filmmakers that just were like, no, I wish I could, I can't. Um, but you know, we're taking all the precautions, obviously we have masks and sanitizer and we're doing, 
you know, what we can as far as, as any other normal theater in Tucson's doing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if they do want to come out and, you know, talk about their movie or whatever, the filmmakers, you know, we've had them fly out from many different places all over, you know, the country and parts of the world. So, yeah. So, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see this year. Have you gotten to the technology so. where you can like Skype them in or zoom them in to talk to the audience? Is that? Yes. Yes. So the Arizona International Film Festival has done that. We as Arizona Underground have not done that. We're basically looking at doing intros, recorded intros for the filmmakers. And okay. so uh, a lot of the filmmakers are going to be doing that. Um, some filmmakers we might end up doing the Skype or we're, we're still kind of, looking into that a little bit more, but, uh, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to see what we can do. So. Okay. Yeah. And just, just for clarity, if you're, if you're listening to this, we recorded a couple weeks in advance of the film festival. So <laughs> the fact that it's ongoing right now and we're, we're talking about what we're going to, what we might find out is because we, well, we, we recorded before, um, everything was finalized. So where do, where do people get information? Where do they find out about any of your, uh, the film festivals or, or that stuff is it just your website, the screening room. Yeah, so the screening room, um, scrtucson.com or screeningroomdowntown.com, um, and it'll take you there. Uh, there should be a listing of what's going on throughout September, a little bit hopefully in October by now, and then basically there will be a link to go directly to find out the movies for the Arizona Underground. Some, I hope that there will be some up, um, and then basically if you just go directly or just Google Arizona Underground Film Festival takes you to the site directly. You can check out trailers, um, synopsis, scheduling, you can buy tickets. Um, so yeah, so definitely a great place to check out and go to. Okay. Well, I, I, I know in the when I first time I went to the International um, Film Festival, uh, I think it was at your recommendation or one of your staff, because I wasn't exactly sure what I was going to like. So they said, see the shorts, get like get get go to one of the days where they've got a bunch of the shorts and get a feel for that, and then you might it might expand what you're uh, what you're looking for, and it really did. There was some amazingly funny and intense features that were compiled, uh, compacted into you know a fifteen or twenty minute segment, and you're like, man, I wish I could, <laughs> I wish this was a full length. I want to see what happens to these characters afterwards. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Shorts are the best. Like one of the shorts, like I. Um at Thursday, the, the 23rd at 7.30, is, uh, we have several shorts blocks, but this is one of the shorts blocks that um, I, just, I just love. And I think everybody needs to come out and check out the shorts blocks on Thursday, the 23rd. Um, and just, yeah, and it'll kind of give you an understanding exactly as far as the Underground Film Festival and kind of what we are and what we do. Um, it, a lot of their stuff is not all ages. So um, if you're going to, you know, you know, make it a date night, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I'll leave the kids at home. Um, a lot of the movies, the Arizona grounds a little is very adult. Um, it doesn't mean that they're, you know, et cetera, et cetera, but they're just, they're just not for kids. Um, but yeah. And you know, people have fun. They love it. It's, it's, it's always, it's, it's some great films. So, yeah. So. Well, David, I appreciate what you're doing. I think a theater like the screening room is so critical to a community. You give an outlet to people that might not find it else otherwise. And, then not just from a, a filmmaking standpoint, but from a viewing standpoint. You know, we have a few theaters in Tucson that offer that indie experience, but I don't think there's anything that offers to the length that, uh, uh, you know, the intention that the screening room does. So really yeah, appreciate that, that, it's, uh, that it's here and it's in downtown, surrounded by all these fabulous restaurants, and you can make, oh, yeah. a, make an evening of it, grab a beer, some delicious popcorn, if I may say so. And, um, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. And watch that. Well, we'll get people on our uh, Instagram page and our... Um, our Facebook page over to the screening rooms uh, information so that you can check that out. And um, right in the midst of 
the Underground Film Festival. So this would be a great time if you were thinking about going to the screening room to check it out. David, any last thoughts before we wrap up? No, no, no. Just, uh, yeah, just, uh, come out and support. Totally. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time, sir. Good luck. And I'm sure we'll be talking to you soon. All right. Thank you. That was uh, David Pike of The Screening Room. Nice to have him. I've tried to get him on the show a few times, but he is a busy, busy guy. So it's nice to have him on. And, uh, you know, as we talked about a couple times in there, the Underground Film Festival was uh, still forthcoming when he and I were chatting. But the full uh, schedule is up. It started on Friday. And the full schedule is up on azuff.org, Arizona Underground Film Festival, azuff.org. Uh, just to give you an idea, later on today, they've got a VHS Bazaar, uh, some trading going on there. That's a free event. And then there are movies at 4 and 6 p.m. And then there's stuff throughout the week, um, usually a feature followed by a short. Again, uh, we'll link to that on Facebook, but of course you can find all of the information at azuff.org or just head over to the screening room. You can also get information there. Well, I would like to remind you that right now you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and we're available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number. 182420 Nova NMLS number 3087 VK number 0902429 Equal Housing Opportunity hey, I do encourage you to head over to our website downtownradio.org get your swag on um you know, we've talked about this many times in the show, but everyone here is a volunteer, our show hosts, our DJs, uh, all the technical support is done by people that donate their time, the uh, board of directors, everyone uh, is just doing this of a labor of love. So when money is made or donated, it really goes into the station, to equipment, to the facility, to making the experience better for the listeners. Just celebrated six years of being a uh, independently run community rock and roll radio station here in Tucson encourage you to uh, support through your wallets that effort because that's really what keeps the programming on the air, the time from our DJs and our board and the money from our listeners. And if you have a business, consider underwriting. It is uh, a way to get um, your word out to a very specific audience here in Tucson, Arizona. And if you're listening on the app, then you know we are broadcast around the globe, and some of our DJs actually have a worldwide audience. Well, coming up next, we've got Ted Ski, Words and Work. He uh, is, talks to writers and individuals of the labor movement, and uh, you can hear him every week at the bottom of the hour at 11.30. And next week on our show, we got Zach Yenser, who is a familiar voice on our show. We've had him on for a range of topics, as he has a range of roles in our community. Next week, we're going to talk about housing, affordable housing, uh, what that means for a broad spectrum of folks, and what is um, some of the challenges to that, and some actual opportunities that the city is considering. So that'll be next week with Zach Yenser right here on Downtown Radio. Well, in honor of our guest today, 
from the screening room. I'm going to leave you with uh, some music from 1973. It's an album called The Plan. The group is the Osmonds, and the song is Movie Man. I hope you have a great week, and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar.